Frank, I know that you're trying to be like me and trying to release an app way too quickly. What are you trying to do, <laughs> Frank? Stop it. Don't don't be like me. It's only going to end in disaster. Stop. Slow down. Take a breath. You are just so gosh darned inspiring, James. I, I just have to mimic you in my life and in my programming career. Everything I do, I just want to mimic you. And for that, I want to actually finish a project because, you know, I, I <laughs> your apps have a certain character to them. They're all named my something. But importantly, they all get released on multiple platforms, too. It's really inspiring because I was looking at my app list on iOS and it's all apps I wrote many years ago. And I'm just want yeah, I just want to be like you, James. I want to release something new. I mean, listen, Frank, you also did finally release iCircuit 3D, which is a pretty big deal. Now, I'm not going to say that I had anything to do with it because maybe I shamed you on the podcast for like a year, <laughs> but I, I may have shamed you on the podcast for a year. And, and you know, the, the aspect of being cross-platform and releasing things quickly is, is a challenge, but also a reward. I, I went out skiing. Fun. We'll talk about skiing episode 48 here uh, <laughs> with some friends. And, you know, I was talking about my app. We were drinking coffee. And he was like, oh, is that also on Android? He's like, oh, it's, oh you have iPhone. It's probably only on, on iPhone. I was like, no, I'm a cross-platform developer, dude. Like, it's on. don't worry. It's on. It's on your platform. It's on your <laughs> Android. You know, I'm still an Android diehard at heart. But I think that maybe it was like, a, oh, wow. You know, because I, I made it so quick and I've done a lot of updates since. But um, I, I wouldn't say this, though. I want to give you credit because my apps, they all start with the word my for a reason, because they're 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 real apps, but they're not iCircuit or iCircuit 3D. Like you make real substantial apps. Mine are like um, they're apps. I don't want to discredit myself, but they are not technically groundbreaking per se. Oh, well, see. That's where I'm trying to mimic you also. I am trying to release an app that is not technically groundbreaking. So yes. this is, yes. <laughs> it's an app that is just so dumb. I'm almost too embarrassed to talk about it. Here's here's the quick pitch. Uh, 3D graphics, they come in multiple file formats. And it turns out the 3D file you have is never in the format that you want it to be. <laughs> okay. There are a million ways to convert 3D file formats. It, you know, it takes this app to go to that file format, to go to that file format, to go to that file format. I just want one app that does them all and that I can just easily get things in and out. It's a beautiful James inspired app. It doesn't it's not quite like just displays one number level, mm -hmm. but it just displays one object. You know, yes. you, you bring up the object and you say, what format would you like that object to be in? And maybe, you know, turn it right side up or something like that. Fix, oh, cool. fix the little things like that. Scale and orientation are the little things you always want to fix um, and output it. That's the whole app pitch. It's simple. I, I'm like, that's the simplest app in the world. Data in, data out. <laughs> of course, I've complicated it, but I'm trying to finish it, trying to be inspired by you. Nice. Well, I, I appreciate it because... We call these applications utility applications, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> and utility applications, little do people know, are some of the most fun applications to write that usually oh, yeah. don't take that much time and are something that you probably created because you needed it and wanted it. And you will continue to find joy with that application many years to come. I believe that utility applications are some of the best ways to get started with app development because you have a problem, you figure out how to solve it, and then you use it. Because Frank, 
how many years have I been using my stream timer? <laughs> as many years as I have been using it? I don't know. You how you developed it pretty quickly, so it's probably we're probably only off by a couple of weeks. It feels like I want to say one, but it's probably been two, two been years. Like two and a half years, three years, I think. Yeah. It was Donnet Core three maybe so wow like two and two and a half how does that feel so old that's only three years ago but it feels so old when you say three <laughs> i know right because we're on six it's like little double it's a big number it is a big number yeah so um i've been going through the uh reminders of why i don't release apps that often <laughs> of how much extra meta work there is associated with releasing an app uh i'm tr- i'm trying to be inspired by you so for like the icon what are you going to do? Like normally I would spend a day or two or a, a year drawing different icons to decide what I want. But you know what I did? I went to Fiverr. I found a designer. I searched Fiverr probably way too long. It's really fun. It's it's fun to see it what is. everyone's capable of. Gosh, everyone's got such great work on there. Mm-hmm. Wow. If, if you work on Fiverr, congratulations. <laughs> um, pick someone somewhat at random. <laughs> Gave them the most disgusting you know okay they give you two thousand words to describe what you want in the icon do you use fiverr do do, do you type into that text field yeah and and yeah i've done it many a times i've done it for animations i've done it for icons i've done it for um, transitions for streaming things like that and it's usually very short like i believe that i made one for this old social media app i had i said my application is called post it and not like the post it, but the idea is that you post something to Twitter <laughs> from this thing. And yeah. the the person came back with like this very nice P with like this drop shadow and had like a little feather in its cap or whatever. And I'm like, perfect, you nailed it. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, like I didn't even send him like I didn't even send him like screenshots of the application or what it did. I was just like, yeah, it's just a thing. It does this thing. And I, I did. I usually uh, pick like three people and pay them, you know, I don't know, 10 to 20 bucks. Yeah. Or each. yeah. I'm so jealous of you because uh, that's what I want to say, because I don't care. I'm, I'm going to a designer because I just want a nice icon and I'm not that into it. You know, surprise me. Make it look good. That's all I want to say. Yeah, I mean, Frank, you already you already said what you should have written, which was I made it. It's an app that converts one file format for a 3d model to another done and just go. That's all you got to give them. That's all Uh, you got to give them done. And they would come back like their mind. They're like, Ooh, look at how little information I have to work with, but I'm a creative. (laughs) So I'm going to make something that looks way better than you could ever make ever because you know, that that's why you came to Fiverr. Right. So that's, that's hopefully the magic. Oh, tactical error then. Because at first I was appalled that the text box gave you 2000 characters to type in. Yeah. And then when I was done with my opus, I had seen that I had written something like 1300 characters worth. Oh, no. And I was just so embarrassed for myself. I should have just deleted it all and said, surprise me. But oops, I didn't. I sent them the opus. Hopefully they don't hate me too much. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm excited to see I what just, you come I back. I thought artists liked when you gave opinions. Now I, it's all now that I'm saying it out loud, it all just sounds so ridiculous. No, no, thank no, you, no, James. No, no, I'm, no. I'm going to emulate you better in the future on this regard too. Now, let me tell you a little bit. There's Fiverr design versus. I do not want to discredit any Fiverr artists because they're all super talented, like you just said. 
but versus doing like brand design, putting packages together. When I work with Cinder, my design team, so I actually have a design team that I work with, my good friends at Cinder. Um, when I work with them for like my own branding for the YouTube and Twitch branding, uh, you know, I did a whole questionnaire and we talked about mm-hmm. color palettes and what resonates and what's what it's trying to do, like this whole thing. And that from that, they crafted this beautiful story with multiple options and this and that and and to the font selection. Oh, they did all this research and what really resonates and all these things. So that the stuff is is really, really cool. But if you're like, oh, I just I need an app icon by like tomorrow, like you don't got time for that, Frank. You just need to be like the the apps. I would even be. I would love to do this. You should go on there right now. Find one that's like five to ten dollars and say and say this like you had your opus, <laughs> which you gave this person. You probably did yeah. more, but do the one that's like ten dollars and literally say that it's an app called Boom. It converts one file format to another file format for 3D images. Go just see what yeah. they come back with. Just see what they come back with. And just I- I'm wondering which one will be better. Probably probably the one that you gave the opus, but maybe not. I don't know. I, I I'm game. I'm game. Um, I actually, I should have mentioned this before. I was surprised when you said you hire three people. I was considering two. It never even occurred to me three, <laughs> but, um, they usually are, I don't like you say kind of cheap, yeah. but also at the same time, if I find an artist I like, I don't mind giving them more and more money because they usually have interesting upsells like, yes. Oh, I'll make you an icon for this or that, or, you know, this kind of variation or something like that. And so I don't mind working with them. I was actually a little bit sad because I went on there and the artist I worked with last time uh, was not taking orders anymore. I was like, darn it. New relationships, all that stuff. But uh, I like your idea of multiple. Yeah, you got to spread it. You got to spread it out because you don't know what you're going to get. And what I what I did was I did a bunch of different price ranges, too. I was like, okay, I'm going to do. There's always like the $5 app, which is like, you're probably like, this is going to be garbage. But who knows? So you do the $5 (laughs) one, you do the $10 one, you do the $20 one. I've seen it. I've seen other videos before um, where they do these design challenges on Fiverr and they really you know, go back and forth with them because some of them offer multiple revisions and whatnot. But there was one definitely where he did like a twenty dollar, a fifty dollar was for like branding and it was for like all this, like I can all this stuff. And he's like, I'm going to do the five hundred dollar one. Like, what does that get me? And sure enough, the five hundred dollar one was like pretty legit. He's like yeah, this is probably like hours upon hours of someone's time, mm-hmm. like at least three to four hours, which if you have a run rate of like a hundred dollars an hour, then, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Whereas the, the $20 one, like boom, it's, it's like, okay, you could tell, you can tell the difference for sure. But, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens, but definitely get like two or three. The mistake yeah. I made one time was I did, I did three at like the 20 or $30 level and I did get varying quality levels. So I said, okay, I'm never going to do that again. I'm going to do multiple price levels and kind of just see what happens. Because if you yeah, like but- someone at the $10 ones, there are those upgrades. You can go back and you can do this other stuff. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a great little, great little website. Yeah. I'm not to make a whole episode of it, but I was, I, yeah, I'm realizing I was doing it. I, I love your approach because I was doing it a little wrong. I was just looking at ones that were in a certain price range, you know, like up to 20 bucks, up to 30 mm-hmm. bucks, something like that. But I like your way of spread that money out a little, you know, yeah. <laughs> get you get so many more options, box. so many yeah. more options. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, do you know what the next hardest part of releasing an app is for me? Can you guess? Uh, testing it? No, you have to name it. <laughs> oh. name. 
<laughs> my 3D converter. You have such, I yeah, oh, I'm a little jealous of you. I, I make fun of you, but it's great to have a brand like that. The Let, my brand. Let's convert it. Is that the namespace in VB? Is that the me namespace or the my namespace? Uh, my. Me. Yeah, me. Me? Which me one dot. is it? My. Me dot. Me dot. I wish I was a VB programmer. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, like I have an app I, um, that's the H-E-I-C converter. Mm-hmm. And it's What's called, it called? I, I Amazing, because that's the name of the company. <laughs> I Amazing H-E-I-C converter. Because that's yeah. pretty good SEO. Um, yeah, I think I think my 3D file converter sounds like a great name. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was on the SEO bandwagon, too, because this is such like a niche product that yeah. the only people that are ever going to want it are people who want this kind of app. And so um, I'm actually re- going to rely a lot on just having a lot of file formats listed in it because macOS <laughs> does a nice job of... Yeah. Um, have you ever done that where you like right click on a file and they're like, find an app to open this file and it'll right. actually search the app store. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. But it's surprising a lot of 3D formats aren't on the app store. <laughs> so that's failed for me. Anyway, uh, trying to get all that work. I've totally lost my train of thought. What were we talking about, James? Naming. I think that this one doesn't need a name. I think I think you're on the right path, which is this is a utility. It should yeah. be very very distinct in what it does a hundred percent because it's not an it's it's an app but it's not a app yeah like it's not and snapchat <laughs> you know what i mean it's not branded i'm not it's gonna not, create like brand. t-shirts no there mugs. you go it's not a brand <laughs> that's the differential right like it's not a brand yeah. it is yeah. a utility just go because what's going to happen is if you were going to go find this app uh, this is how I put this is how I put my thinking cap on. If I was going to go find this app and maybe you did this and why this is why you created the app. What did you type into the app store? Name your app that, you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. I named my cadence, um, colon bike cadence or whatever bike cadence display because, um, I went in and I said bike cadence and I wanted it to come up as the very <laughs> first thing. You know what I mean? Now there was already an app called cadence in the app store. So I named it my cadence because it is my cadence. <laughs> God, I love your logic. Um, I I found a middle road okay. between. I I think I found a middle road. Maybe I'll bounce it off of you. It's always good to do this live on air. So I'm bouncing it off of everyone all at once. Um, so yeah, it should be called um convert 3D file format. Pro Plus, that that's what it's named. Obviously, you got to put Pro but... <laughs> in there. You got to put Pro in there. Yeah, to make it. Yeah, the icon should be blue, shades of blue. Yeah, I I know that that was in the Opus that I gave to the okay. uh, Fiverr. I, I need shades of blue. Um, but no, I went with a more whimsical name. Uh, this is compliments to my friend, uh, Flint. Thank you. Uh, this is now called Meshcaster. Meshcaster. No, no, I love it. No, oh, that's kind of cute because they're 3D meshes. I see what you did there. Meshcaster. Um, you do you do meshcaster colon 3D file convert. Yes. Yes. Fortunately, we have subtitles on the app store. Yeah. So you have 30 characters for your name. So it's a real choice if you want to do like hyphenated or something like that. But I like that the app actually has a Googleable name hmm. because if you, you know, if you, yeah. Okay. I'll debate. I have. Well, 
I haven't released it yet. We'll we'll see if you convince me otherwise. But you, I kind of like the semi branding. Are you doing the mistake? And no shade to Zencaster, who is what we're recording this on. Are <laughs> you putting the E in the caster? Are you leaving it C A S T R? Oh, I, you've known me for all these years. I, I'm I'm putting the E in. Oh, of course, perfect. the E is there. All right, Meshcaster. Two Mesh words, caster. by the way. Ooh, interesting. I would make it one personally. My one opinion. word. Mm, okay. I don't like doing case changes in Mac. Well, fun <laughs> fact for worked. you. Fun fact for you. Zencaster. They also own the ER version of the domain name. By the way, it just oh, redirects to Zencaster. So, <laughs> which is you got to do that. And you know. Okay. Okay. This is a good debate, though. Um, I can totally unbrand it. Um, no, no, hmm. no. I think you're fine. I think Meshcaster is fine. Colon, 3D file yeah. converter. I don't know if you have that many characters, but I think it's fine. You know, they that's always a, show that's a the subtitle. Name. It's there. It, it's a you cute know. name. It's a cute name. I like it. I approve of it. My Meshcaster. Even no, I'm just kidding. That's um, <laughs> uh, th- that's that's cute because I think you're casting it into different things. Yeah, you're fine. I approve. Now, here's what would have been funny. Your, your friend's name's Flynn. Yes, thank you, Flynn. Here's what I would have done. Flynn comes up with this great name. He's like, man, Frank, best name ever. I'm, you should really call it Meshcaster. Then here's what you say. Wow, Flynn, that's really amazing. But here's one better. You know what I'm going to call it? Flynn. Three. <laughs> you, just, you just name it after the person that gives you. You know what I mean? Um, I love okay. it. Okay. It's it's pushing a bit, but I see what you're saying. You're still what, Flynn Mesh. <laughs> Flynn 3D. Flynn. And like, and then what you do, ooh, even better. Okay, here it is. You take a picture of Flynn's face, all right? And and you give it to the the icon artist and say, can you make a 3D, you know, <laughs> rendering of Flynn's face? And that's the app icon. Boom. I think you are on PM overload. This is all crazy talk. I love it. It's hilarious. But oh my God. No, I could never do any of this. Flynn is not the worst name for an app, though. It's a great name. That's what Should I'm saying. I get it while so, it's still available. <laughs> Flynn.app. I'm just saying when sometimes when you when you meet people, I'm like, wow, that's a great name. Like our names, subpar. James and Frank. They're great names. I love my name. If you're mm. James out there, you have a fantastical name. If you're a Frank, fantastic name. But it's not a Flynn. You know what I mean? Like that's a mm. pretty cool name. Flynn. <laughs> There's like a Y in there. There's like L's and N's. I'm just saying. Flynn. Flynn 3D and Flynn 3D is born. But maybe that Flynn. should be the name of my CAD program, not my 3D converter program. There you go. Feel like Flynn it's not living up. Flynn 3D Pro. Oh, this is Flynn Converter. <laughs> Flynn Converter, which is a compliment to Flynn 3D Pro. I love our episodes where we just <laughs> create hypotheticals. All right. So you I got to release this thing. I need fundamentals. App name done. Meshcaster. I love it. And you registered the yeah. domain name before this episode went out, correct? Of course not. Of course not. Before the episode came out, of course I have. Of okay. course I have. <laughs> All right. So you register the domain I'm name. I'm sorry. Time, time is hard for me, everyone. <laughs> you, got, you got to do This is important stuff. Uh, yeah. You've registered the domain name as Frank types into namecheap.com currently. All right. So he does that. Clickety clack. Clickety clack. All right. You have the this app is icon where on the way. I play back classic merge conflict episodes where we enumerate all the things you're supposed to do when you release an app. And I forget about just how many of them there you are got, to do. You got screenshots of light 
and dark mode because Frank called me out for that on the last podcast. On two platforms. On two platforms because this is iOS and Mac. Oh, what am I saying? Three platforms. And iPad, iPhone, oh, Mac. It's the same platform, Frank. Oh, it's the same platform. If only. You got to do screenshots. Yeah. I had to learn me some uh, Mac Catalyst stuff. You want to know a little bit of a joke in Mac Catalyst, which is a little oddity? I believe that the joke is, and now tell me if I'm wrong, is that Mac Catalyst is just your, just take your existing iOS app and now it's on the Mac and you have to do no work at all and not even care about it. Am I correct? Is that the joke? I mean, that's true. Honestly, it is true. Um, But there are things to do if you want to take advantage of Mac features. Mm. So Mac Catalyst, so little if defs in your code, if running on Mac, uh, do maybe this other fancy thing. So yeah, so you should be able to take your iOS app and move it over minor .NET 6 changes aside, um, but uh, to get the full advantage. So I want a proper Mac toolbar. So if you bring your iOS app over to Mac, it's going to get the iOS toolbar at the bottom of the screen of the window, which is not really where toolbars belong Mm -hmm. on Mac. So what you're supposed to do in Mac Catalyst apps is have a little bit of an if code in your code and you say, if running on Mac, then enable NS Toolbar, which is an AppKit toolbar, which is a very Mac thing. Um, but you do that in your otherwise UI kit code. It's very weird. It requires if defs and things like that. But you end up embedding this little piece of AppKit. And this isn't a hack or anything. This is what Apple tells you to do. It's in their documentation. They have samples that do this. You know, This is just how it's done. Um, it's a fun little oddity, but I see their perspective. They didn't want to like take this toolbar, which forever, for ever since the beginning of iOS, the toolbar has been at the bottom of the screen or the window in this case and not move it to the top. So I can see their problem. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So there's a few if defs, but what about like the, is that for the, 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 the top file toolbar? You know, the words like file and menu and those other things. Well, that's a Windows. Uh, that's a Windows thing. We don't have a file toolbar. On no, Mac. You no, don't no. File operations. You there. know, when you open a Mac app and there's it's integrated into the Mac. It's the menu. Bar, the menu. menu bar. The main that, menu. That's, a, that's the thing yeah. you're talking about or no. Yeah, well, that required learning, too, on my part. So this is a, a feature in UIKit, though, oddly enough, if you put all this work into your iOS iPad app, it's not revealed anywhere. There's no, it's mm. not shown anywhere. But you can create, um, it's called the system menus. And it's a little bit weird. Uh, you have to turn your app delegate into a UI responder. I'm sorry, everyone. We just went deep. deep. <laughs> we're, we're going the whole spectrum on this episode. Um, James, <laughs> in Xamarin iOS, your app delegate, you inherit from UI app delegate like everyone else, right? Yes. Yes, or Xamarin Forms, AppDelegate, whatever you're using. It's all the same thing in the end. Uh, That does not inherit from UI Responder, but in order to have menus in a Mac Catalyst app or in the future of iPad, who knows if menus are ever added to it, uh, the way to do that is you have to change around your app delegate to be a UI responder. You have to respond to this event that asks you to build the main system menu, and then you build this main system menu. 
Ooh, that took a long time on Apple and reading docs to figure out. It's not the worst bit of code to write. It's actually pretty simple code, but figuring out that whole system was quite a journey. And again, this is just to make it feel more like a Mac app by having uh, menus or commands up in the menu. Got it. Yeah, it's like you don't have to, but it makes it a more delightful native experience, if you will. Yeah, and I, I should say, I actually started this project, A, because I want it, B, I'm doing it in crazy.net 6 Mac Catalyst, where normally I would just do this in AppKit and move on mm. with my life using Xamarin Mac. But I wanted a small app to get a better feel for trying to write a Mac app in Mac Catalyst. Yeah. Because for as much as I've talked about and worked with Mac Catalyst, I haven't actually spent the time learning all the UI kit changes that you're supposed to make in order to do all this. For instance, uh, I always write everything in the app delegate. You're supposed to use scene delegates now, of yeah. course. And it turns out, I don't know, I know very little about how the scene system works. And I've, I've found I've just kind of fallen behind in my uh, UIKit native development stuff. And so I, I wanted a refresher. And what better to do that on but a little utility app? Yeah, I, I agree. I recently was playing around with the scene delegate because the latest preview down in Maui introduces multi-window support, which uses the scene delegate stuff and you have to light that those those things up. So it sounds like what you're doing is this clear differential besides trying to get this app out. But in your rush to get the app out, you've decided to slow yourself down to make your Mac app more Mac-y because there really is the two approaches. And this is the approach that, that many people take is is like how close do you want your apps to look and how many features of the native platforms you want to use, blah, blah. It's hey, I made this app and it looks really great on iOS. Option one is just recompile it and it works great on Mac, right? Then there is recompile it, but then also do all this work because I I care really deeply about you know this platform and I, I know that the users of this application will appreciate that. So in that rush, there's also that polish that you wanted to add on it. So this is a polishing step of this Mac Catalyst app, which, you know, I think how Apple sells it, and why I said that that was a joke earlier is because Apple, I think, tried to kind of sell it in that way that it's like, hey, just bundle in a Mac Catalyst app and you're good to go. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of what they said. No. Yeah, it is. I mean, especially in Xcode, it's literally a checkbox in your project settings. Now, that checkbox does a lot of stuff and creates a whole bunch of messy targets and things actually do get complicated. But you can tell just from the way they implemented it in their IDE, it's a checkbox. It should be that simple to add this as a platform. And it is. It is. It is. Well, uh, so the, that's <laughs> the, the what you're saying about the polish on the Mac side. It's because in my head, this is a Mac app. It's uh -huh. kind of a Mac first app. And I have a very clear picture in my head of how I want it to work on a Mac. And the iOS part, I was even honestly debating whether I would release it for iOS, but I'm taking it so now i'm realizing i'm really not pushing myself to release this app as fast as possible but i'm taking it again as a learning opportunity to get a feel for writing one of these multi-platform apps which i've wanted to do for a very long time yeah. have a nice mac catalyst version and an ios version and one project file that's all magically happening working together and it's worse than that i have a native code in this app mm -hmm. a giant c library that i have to bind to ah. I know <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> so like just getting that to work. But anyway, um, I, 
So it's not that I just want the challenge. It's I think it would be a useful iOS app. Definitely, it's a smaller market, <laughs> but um, I tend to make more money on iOS. So it'll be really interesting to see actually how the performance goes between the different platforms. But I'm also taking it, again, as a learning opportunity for this is how I actually want to write apps in the future. Mm. So this is kind of like in my head, my first future app. Yeah. Like the way I want to write apps from now on. That checks out. That checks out. Uh, I mean, and that's a good experiment. If you're going to start off smaller, get it out faster, you can learn those intricacies, make this app better, and then make the next app even better or whatever you're going to migrate other apps possibly to. Okay. So now that you've named the app, you've got it working everywhere. You got some polish. Did you price the app? Is it a free app? Is it a in-app purchase? What's going on here? That's the next thing. James, this is where I always fall. Okay. You're right. This is the hardest part of releasing an app, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think I need to adopt the modern way of giving all your stuff away for free and begging for money within the app, but correct me if I'm wrong, but here's the impulse buy. I need an app that converts a file. It does that. Yeah. And yeah. So now I like the app. So the question is, uh, would they have done that if the app was priced at a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars? Or would they have only done it if it was free? And if it is free, what limitations do I add? (sighs) What I'm currently thinking is I have to adopt the modern practice of the free app with limitations. But again, as always, I'm stumbling on what the limitations for me should be. Traditionally, what you do is you limit the size of the mesh that can be translated. What I don't want to do and I'm a little more nervous about are is like time limits. Apple mm-hmm. really doesn't like it when you do time limits or anything like that. Um, but I, I'm open to ideas. Uh, convince me again to do in-app purchases. I don't do them enough and I really should do them more and join the modern world. This is a tricky one because I would say... In recent years, I've done like pro upgrades or like tip jars or things like that. And those have worked well when people use the application a lot. Uh, For example, the My Stream Timer, people use that and stream multiple times a week. And I believe that they see this big thing open that that I (laughs) add features to. And they're like, hey, I want more of that or this is very useful. And I've, I made $8 billion on my stream today. I can give this, this schmuck over here, um, you know, $3. (laughs) And, uh, I think that's nice. You have great branding by the way, because you're still, the window is still always on top, even though I think we've actually fixed it in your code where the window doesn't always have to be on top anymore. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's, I, I now make it not on top, but it's recommended that you Keep it on top. I think there's a toggle. <laughs> For I forget. Branding. It's been so long. Now, my cadence is the same. Like, my hope is that people are enjoying it and working out and they're on there multiple times a week. So it's, oh, I'm, I'm getting value out of this. When I was looking at the converters, like the iMaze converter or whatever, I was in a C where I Googled, you know, I need an HEIC converter. It's like, here's 25 free tools. And this is the top one. I had no ads, no anything. And I was like, cool, because this company has an entire product suite like iMazing mm-hmm. is ios backup archivals ims it's like a whole product suite for for backing up your ios device and ringtones and all the iBooks and all this other stuff 
So they sell that. And what they do is they have an advertisement for their other apps in the app. Like, Hey, did you know we make all this other cool stuff? And you're, you're, you have an iPhone cause you're converting this thing. You know what I mean? Um, so this is a hard one. I feel like if there's no other apps that are doing this, and if you're really, really good and you're confident that it's going to be like awesome, because if you charge five or $10, it better work. You know, mm-hmm. um, the other thing you could do is credits. I like this idea actually, personally is if I were you, um, this is how, um, BG remove works or no remove.bg. There we go. Um, this is my favorite website, remove.bg background. So what you do is you give them a file, <laughs> give them a file, <laughs> any file, uh-huh. any file that you've captured, any file. ideally a file that has like a human in it. Um, mm-hmm. and you give it to them and they, this is amazing. I mean, I just gave them this ready player one image of like to do like reaching out or whatever is one of our thumbnails. And mm-hmm. it is like the, the absolute perfect, um, image that has no background in it at all. You know what I mean? I think I can give you the URL and you can actually see it work right there. Now, what they do is you can get the free version, the, the, the like lower res version for free, or you can get the HD version, but you need to use a credit. And how do you get a credit? You get, you sign up for an account you get one credit a month for free, or you can buy <laughs> a bunch of credits. So if I were you, this is how I would do it. I'd give them some credits. I'd say, Hey, this, I mean, this is how I would do your app. Ooh, I would give an them economy. Credit. I got to build an entire economy for my utility app. <laughs> you give them some credits, say, Hey, you get, you get, here's five credits so you can test it out and then you could buy a more. This is how Zencaster works. This is how Zencaster works. It's like, Hey, do you want to record a podcast? Record the podcast. Do you want all the, the conversion stuff and the up stuff? You got to buy processing time for that. Right. And that's how we do the podcast. So the longer we use the, the app, the better, right? So what I would do if I were you is, is ensure that you only use a credit on a successful conversion or whatever, right? Which means when they save the file or something like that, what I would do is I would say you can buy one credit, five credits, 10 credits, 100 credits, and you give them discounts along the way, basically. Amazing. I, I completely disagree, but I love it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, okay. Um, wrong, great idea. Wrong app. I don't know what credits really for doing a 3d file format conversion. The whole reason you get an app is so you don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. You want to convert files, get paid for it. It's the same thing. I use, um, (laughs) um, this is the old meeting the new, (laughs) what's the one file converter I use? I did give it, I gave it our, uh, soundbite FM mug our soundbite fm mug and it did a great job removing the background very quality uh service here there you go right i Removed use bg everyone i do it is go it's get really your good. credits i use cloud convert all the time so if I, let's say and i have a account with cloud convert they give me 25 conversions per day that's another way you can do here's a, you can do so many a day or unlock unlimited mode that's maybe a better way of doing it um yeah, like, that's hey. the one that's sorry. That's what actually what I was thinking when I said time limited. I was curious if Apple even allows that. Um, can you say like only two conversions per day? Oh, they, they like must that? be because, you know, games do that stuff all the time. There's literally games where you can't progress unless you pay. They're like, oh, you've ran out of your you've ran out of, uh, of, of chicken food for the day, but it'll come back in an hour. 
Okay. It'll that, that's work. a pricing model that I actually prefer. Yeah, do um, that. Because I would say, yeah, like two or one, one or two a day, and then you got to buy the pro package to Be- get unlimited. Better yet, pro subscription, four ninety nine a month. <laughs> Nine dollars, ten dollars a year. No, no, five a month. Five bucks a month. Two For a bucks file a month. converter. Three bucks a month. <laughs> ten bucks a year. I don't know. Five bucks a month. You're insane. I love you, but you're insane. I would, I would probably do a one-time purchase because there's literally no additional things that you need to do or pay for in the app. But Yeah, subscription feels a little sheepish. Um, but I do want to keep adding features to it because the, the more I work on it, the more formats I realize I actually want to throw in and right, support. We've, we've solved your... We, we've solved it. I approve of you get so many conversions a day to, and then you got to upgrade to, ooh, Maybe there's yeah. tiers. Ooh, even better. You have a you have a, a bronze, gold, and platinum tier. Bronze, <laughs> silver, and gold tier. How many do you want to do selling. a day? Do you want to do five a day, 20 a day, unlimited? Boom. That's your subscription. Even better, Frank. This is what I'm saying. You can do a year, right? $10 a year. That's what you want. That's your entry level. You get to do five a day. Who's doing more than five a day? Well, you give me more money because now you're paying $20 a year. Oh, you want unlimited? 30 bucks a year. And literally, you just do that. Just do that. That's the way to do it. I'm just trying to get you paid, Frank. And if anyone disagrees, write us in, mergeconflict.fm. There's a little contact button, like show, show notes. Tweet us at mergeconflict.fm on Twitter. Let us know what you think. I'm just saying, Frank, I think this is a good idea. <laughs> this is a good idea because you, know, you got to give, give, give them some free ones and they're fine with it. Here's the thing. If I was using the HEIC tool that I had and it was free, and they gave me, I don't know, you can do, you have photos, right? So you're converting like hundreds of photos. Hey, give me 50 free photos a day. Guess what? I have, I have a thousand photos right here. I want to convert them all. I'm going to give you yeah. 10 bucks to convert them all. I would have done, I would have done that. I thought the platinum was 30. I just totally lost your pricing model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, whatever. It doesn't matter. I got you. I got no, you. No, I mean. So you want, you want free is limited. You want pay to get a smaller or a bigger limitation. And then, is that the yes. way to phrase it? Whatever. And then some kind of infinite pack, obviously. Yeah, unlimited. 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 Pro Plus. Pro Plus Deluxe Super Edition HD Remix. I don't know. I feel like we have this discussion every time I release an app and then I back down and make it a $10 app. And Frank never listens to me. And that's a grand mistake, nor do I ever listen to him. Also a grand mistake. I feel like your pricing structures work better in my apps and my pricing structures work better in your apps. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) We should do a trading places. Got it. But I guess uh, the theme of this episode has been I'm copying you. So I guess I should just give in and do the James pricing model. Yeah. At least there's probably a nougat out there that helps me with all this. There <laughs> for is. For building an economy in my app. Yeah, it's oh, easy. Boy. It's easy. Okay. Everyone well, write in and please let me know if you think this is a good idea. But I think you actually convinced me of it. The subscription tier that you like. Now, I, I, I think that the subscription tier to unlock multiple tiers of unlocking more and more is the way to go instead of credits. I feel like credits can be a little bit risky. I think I don't like side. credits. Yeah. I didn't like it. Because yeah. what if a conversion goes wrong? Oh, did you waste a credit? You right. know, that happens on Zencast or sometimes it just gets stuck. I, mean, I guess I'm going to waste some credit right now, but that's credits. That's how credits work. Uh, and that's a bummer. It's like you go to an arcade 
and you put in a, a quarter for a credit, but it didn't register it, but it definitely took your quarter. And you're like, oh, I right, put another quarter in. Yeah. And I think I'll be super nice, like the day that you get it, just unlimited, just because let you play with it. Day one. Yeah, that's how you get around yeah. the Apple, the Apple approval. Oh, process. shoot. I better explain that to the person, too. <laughs> yeah, that that could look bad, but I mean it in a positive way of, you know, yeah, here's your free day of do whatever. Yes. Ooh. Ah, well, can you do free on what you do even better, Frank? On the bottom of it, you put a banner that says free unlimited trial, and then you count down how much time is left. Love it. Yep. And then click here to learn more. I feel like I'm going to spend two days just writing this, <laughs> this you, payment, AB, you, UI and everything. <laughs> you you click on it to learn more. And then some people, if they use it, they'll just upgrade right away. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Give me unlimited $30 a year. I'm totally in. Yeah, it's actually not too hard in the app. I can just put the banner at the bottom. Yeah. Boom. I love it. And that's the cool part, too, is like if Apple complains, you're like, well, it's, you, you know, the app still works after the first day. It just you get you're getting this mode and apps also do that. Like when you download a game, it's like, oh, for, here's all this free stuff you got because you just installed the game. You get this cool thing and you registered from a friend. Boom, boom, boom. There you go, Frank. Fun, fun. I got to follow through now. Uh, so you you were very competent. Thank you. I did release iCircuit 3D. It has been a year, though. And not wow. saying that I need to release an app every year. That's certainly not like a goal of mine. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're app developers. And sometimes you just get the itch. You just want to release something. Oh, yeah. And it's it's a bad, it's probably bad, you know. <laughs> if I had a proper boss, they'd probably tell me, no, no, only do maintenance your whole life. But, um it's 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 uh can't help myself just no. got to it it's good it's good especially when it's an app that you want you know i got i use three of my apps almost every day so that, i think that's important yeah so all i use one of yours every day <laughs> which one i love my stream timer oh it's you always just... just running in the upper corner no, i just it's... like to know how long it is <laughs> that's a lie it's not you know it's always there no it's I like not time. i love countdowns i love it you know, surprisingly, it's not a terrible tool if you're like, I want to do an hour's worth of work and you just say reset it to an hour. Done. Because yeah, you can I open the Apple one. You can do other stuff, things like that. Every week I have to hit the reset button and I don't like that. I wish after like <laughs> after like a few days, it just auto reset or auto turned off. Is there a use case where people leave it running for multiple days? Are you doing Maybe the count is. up? I do count down. What's well, going to stop at zero? What do you what do you put it? At? Then I have to hit the reset button and uh, yeah. You want to loop? You know how your own app works? I want to loop, baby. Loop oh. mode. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. Now, how do I how do I notify them? That I, I want to say say like loop after a day or something. I don't know. Re reactivate auto auto restart after a day. I don't know what to call the feature. Mm. Frank, Frank, it's the Frank feature. All right, we're not going to solve this on this one. So we're going to get out of here. That's going to do it for another Merge Conflict. Thanks to all of our amazing listeners and our Patreon supporters who get an exclusive behind the scenes sneak preview of how we make this podcast with exclusive podcasts every single week. You can head to patreon.com slash Merge Conflict FM or click the Patreon button on Merge FM. Literally just search Merge Conflict FM and you will find us everywhere. So until next time, I'm James Montemagno. 
And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.